0: Welcome to the Homemakers Podcast, and we are here for another episode of our romantic reading wrap-up that we like to do every month. We talk about a book that we're featuring, and then we share the other other books that we have been reading, and uh, it's so much fun. And I'm Felicia Reich Wagner, and Bree is here. Hey, everybody! Yeah, how are you
1: doing? I'm good, girl. I, we're <laughs> counting down into Christmas, aren't we? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, it's very exciting. We had our first weekend of movies this last weekend, and uh, it was pretty epic. a yeah. Pretty good start.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I have not, as we'll talk about in our reading wrap-up section... I have not been able to read that much this month because I have been extremely busy with <laughs> with uh, the I've had two trips this month. I went to New York and I went to L.A. So I'm just like crossing the the, the country. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was really fun. Uh, but it just
1: I've just been very 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 busy <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's been a busy se- season of life but i mean i hope yeah. you enjoyed it you know enjoyed oh, that yeah. travel
0: it was so fun and i got to attend the new york film festival uh and then i got to attend the animationist film festival uh in la and that was really fun i mean anyone who knows me knows i love animation and so it was just like oh this is my home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really cool. Uh, when I was in LA, uh I, well, when I was in New York, I went to the New York Christmas store, uh, Christmas in New York store, I think it's actually called. And it was incredible and amazing. And so I thought, oh, maybe to have something like this in LA. And so I'm looking and there's this store called the almost Christmas prop shop. And I'm like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. And they didn't have anything on the Google about it being like private or, you know, whatever. And so I took like an Uber over there and uh, I show up and it's they have these like big signs like no public access and I'm like oh shoot and I this is a good example of it's easier to say for to ask forgiveness than permission <laughs> yes. yeah I, and, and they were so nice uh, they I, they were obviously like slightly annoyed but still nice <laughs> 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 and it uh, took me around and I got to see it was so cool. I got to see all like the Christmas trees getting decorated for shoots. I got to see the um, the uh, different gingerbread houses and snowmen and Santas and, you know, just rows and rows of of ornaments and uh, stockings and I mean, just anything you could imagine that you might need in a Christmas movie. They had rows and rows of them. It was really
1: cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: <laughs> but please, if you're listening, do not bother them. <laughs> Don't go up there if you're in LA because then they'll be really annoyed with me. But, uh, but it was, it was cool. Uh, and anyway, so that was a fun experience uh, uh, on the Hallmarky side to get yeah. to do. And so it's been, it's been a, it kind of, it's been a crazy uh, month for me. Uh, but uh, but we are talking about on Christmas Avenue uh, <laughs> this um, uh, this month and uh, by Ginny Baird and uh, why don't you explain a little bit about this book about what it what it's what goes on in this book?
1: So <laughs> I did the thing <laughs> that people should not do when we decided we were going to read this one for October. I read it like. As soon as it came out, and it came out early in October. So here we are now at the end of October. And I'm like, it's been weeks. But the gist <laughs> of the book, people, is a young woman, I think her name was Mary. Mary. Mary yeah. travels to this small town um for work. Basically, her mission is to help the town's economy, I think. Like the economy's kind of going down a little <laughs> bit. And she's sent in to kind of help them get back in gear and she has this idea of doing a parade and of course the love interest is the sheriff and he gives her some kickback and that is what i can remember from this <laughs> book.
0: <did> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, i think you did a very good job. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Um Yeah, i i i just I, I I kind of wish, I guess, that I had Ginny here, because she is a good writer, and she did a good job in many ways, but I just fundamentally did not understand Mary as a character, and I just didn't understand this whole plan of, like, putting on a parade to make money. Like, what? Yeah, Like, people yeah. watch a parade for free like yeah. who spends money on a parade like nobody what uh, it just <laughs> didn't make sense that this would be like and i can't think of anybody ever that that is like i'm going to go travel to this place to see this parade i i mean and parades the Macy's don't parade last in- that
1: long they don't last that long in small <laughs> town you know america <laughs> like,
0: like like, I can see it being a morale booster, but being this big, like tourist thing. And I, I basically, it made me feel like Mary was a crazy person.
1: <laughs> the whole okay. book, and I, First, I just have to say, we don't pick these books with the intention of bashing them. Like we go into them wanting them to be possibly a new favorite book, but sometimes <laughs> we have a lot of thoughts and I felt the same. Um, <laughs> Okay, this was my, I was thinking a lot about this because I got your message. You were like, you really gave this a four star and it's like a 3.75, Rachel. I just rounded it up on Goodreads, okay? So here's my thing. Okay, Jenny Baird has written a lot of books and it looks like the majority of her books, a lot of them are holiday romances. So Uh the woman knows what she's doing. And she, like you said, she is a very strong writer. I love her book, like The Matchmaker Bride and the, the book prior to that, The Duplicate Bride. Like she's good. So I was thinking a lot about our conversation with Bryn Donovan and especially like having read Terry Wilson's royal book and Kira Dad Pinero's South Beach Love. We know Hallmark is they're pivoting. The publishing houses, they're looking for new stuff. So I was like, okay, publishing—the publishing, the publishing world, what we're getting now are books that were written like two years ago, maybe even Mm -hmm. a year ago. Hallmark's kind of the exception because we know Bryn Donovan will turn books around in like six months (laughs) if she has to. So I was like, okay, this doesn't feel like it's in the same wheelhouse of Terry Wilson's Royal book. I keep blanking on the title. I'm sorry. But the one that came out this summer, it doesn't feel like it's in the same realm of those books. It feels very old school, classic Hallmark. And I just, I expected more from Jenny. I don't know. I don't want, I mean, Uh I don't want that to sound super negative, but I also feel like there's an audience that wants that. And if for that audience specifically, they're going to absolutely love this book. But for us who watch the movies all the time, who try to read as many of the books as we can, it just doesn't feel like anything new, you know? Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely uh, you know hits all those sort of tropes of like the party planning and the 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 opposites attract and you know those kinds of things. The um, save the town, all of those. If you like a save the town, uh, then you know then you'll you'll enjoy this. And and I I guess I wasn't like miserable reading it. Like it was it was fine in many ways, but I just fundamentally didn't understand. The, oh, the parade the, was going to character? I just didn't get it. Like, I yeah. just kept thinking. And then she keeps going into more and more debt and then they're like yes. upset with her
1: because she's like a thirty thousand dollars over For budget. Some t-shirts? Was, like, was it t-shirts, Rachel? I think it was shirts or something. Yes.
0: And, and they're like, like I, I, you know, I usually give a quote and, and from the book. And this one, it's it's Evan, and he's like, Mary, you need to consider what you're asking of Clark Creek. Your parade will stretch its resources too thin, and just like an overstretched rubber band, it could completely snap like, no, that is accurate. Yeah. And, then, and she's she, and then she turned to him fully and she turned to him and said, "Or bounce back." And I'm like, "What? That doesn't make That's any sense. That's the reason that you're there. <laughs> you're there to help them bounce back and you're making it worse. Yeah, you're <laughs> literally going into debt. Like, I just don't understand how a parade, a parade... I could could understand a concert. I could understand a benefit. I could understand... Like, the idea is supposedly this parade that's being planned with not that much notice. So it's not like people can... if, If people were going to travel for a parade, it's not like they'd have that much notice to, like, plan their trips or whatever. Like, I just don't see any world in where a parade is like a big tourist draw and that's what she was supposedly like feeling and that like people were gonna buy a but she had t-shirts and uh, what was it um there was another souvenir i can't think of
1: i can't think of that it either. all she i remember was gonna was gonna sell. t-shirts yeah and uh
0: yeah
1: i don't know it was just it, was just like, it really kind of like it fantasizes small town America. And like I said, there's an audience that wants to see that, that wants to read that. But then there's also people that are like, you're kind of insulting my intelligence as somebody that lived in small town America and went to the Christmas parade every year, it was free. It lasted yeah, maybe 30 free. minutes, depending on where you were standing, <laughs> you know, in downtown. Cause we had a downtown. Yeah. And then you get back in your car and you go home there. Were, people weren't driving per- necessarily from like Kansas city to our small yeah. town in Sedalia to watch the yeah. parade. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> care. <laughs> so. Like a
0: Christmas parade is a chance to like, you know, cheer on the local fire department and like the high school band and you know stuff like that and and even if you were going to do something say more i don't know like macy's you know thanksgiving parade like something bigger which this Mm -hmm. is a small town so they weren't going to do it's still like i even even i think even macy's it's not like a big money maker for them like they're not right it's not in no world is that like saving saving anything anything like it's it's just like a fun tradition that uh that they do and uh you know like it's enough of a publicity thing I think probably for them to be you know worth it and
1: I would have rather the story just been about her coming in to help a town maybe revamp the parade. Like if you want the parade to be the focus, Mm -hmm. fine. But like um to think that we're gonna believe that it's going to financially contribute to the town (laughs) is like where girl? Like we never even had to pay for parking. You just Parked somewhere and watched you know well, and it's like to
0: the book's credit there are like tons of people including evan who are constantly telling mary like this is a terrible idea and and, and yet she's just like well you're just being a grinch why are you i'm like no they're actually making sense like,
1: <laughs> i was thinking today before we, we start we got on i was like how did was how was this pitched to like just using yeah. Brynn as an example I don't know I don't even know if it was pitched to Brynn. but like what was the pitch for this and how who decided like oh that sounds new and refreshing because <laughs> it's like no it's not yeah <laughs> what other yeah. books were passed up for <laughs> this one yeah
0: and it hurt the chemistry between Evan and Mary because it did it did because you're just kind of like why would he want to be with this crazy person Yeah. Like, what is going on? Like, I don't know. They just, yes, their opposites attract, but they just didn't have any chemistry because
1: she she was just kind of unreasonable. And let me tell you, I mean, I I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't listened, but like you mentioned earlier, she ends up being like $30,000 in debt for (laughs) one specific thing towards the end of the book. And they still manage to raise... $30,000 in a matter of I don't know hours maybe yeah. day I, like a day I don't and I'm like mm-hmm. girl you cannot nobody's that's just it does not real yeah, It's like a me.
0: Kickstarter kind of thing all of a sudden that they do yeah. and they have all these benefactors who show up like offering $10,000 and, and <laughs> Okay, Yeah, Uh, that's a solution. But it would still have been better to have not had the parade and done the Kickstarter to save the town. And and then you wouldn't have like you would have full profit instead of paying for the parade. And and then whatever profits left over. Yeah. I
1: really wanted to love this book I know, <laughs> and there were parts of it that, that made me happy. I mean, Mary can be a little frustrating. You have to appreciate her cheerfulness and her optimism and her positivity, but it, it like it feel, it feels very much a fantasy, like this idea, this fantastical idea of small town, small town America, which, mm-hmm. you know, Is great, fine, but you can't insult the intelligence of the reader either. And I just felt a little bit like this is a stretch, girl. We're stretching it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I grew up in a small town,
0: Middletown, Maryland. Can't get more small town than that. And uh, and we had parades. I don't think we ever had a Christmas parade, but we had, uh, you know, the town, Middletown Pride, uh, uh, Middletown Day, Um, and then we had um. Uh, uh, I think Fourth of July, we had a parade. Yeah, I do feel like you tend to have parades more for patriotic, you know, yeah. kind of things. Is when mm-hmm. like Memorial Day or Fourth of July, things like that. Like we have um in Utah, there's some um, Days of Forty Seven, which is for the um it's, that's in August and it's for a Pioneer Day when the um. When the original pioneers got to the Salt Lake area, and so there's that, but I feel like you do have sometimes Christmas parades, and that's fun,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And it probably would have been, I think, more effective if they just got rid of the save save the town element, save the town element, at all. yeah. And they were just planning the parade, and mm-hmm. you could have him be the you know the the sheriff who's having to deal with you know the crowd control and the whatever, and just being kind of annoyed about that. Uh, and her being super excited about planning the parade. Like, that would have been enough. Adding this element of it's going to make all this money, I just, I don't and know. And that Maybe would have I'm been sweet. That would have been sweet.
1: It would have felt like a nod to this small-town American tradition that we don't want to go away. Because yeah. that's one of those things that could go away, and you don't realize that you miss it until it's gone, and you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't appreciate it until it's gone. So yeah. it had the potential to really shine the light on that, but adding in that whole, it's going to save the town financially. It was like, it just, Oh God, it didn't yeah, work.
0: It was, I mean, it could have been like the, um, the Hallmark movie with, uh, Annalyn McCord, uh, the, I think it's called just the Christmas parade or something like that. Um, where she's, I think she's a reporter in that and she goes to cover the Christmas parade. Um, I think that's what it's called. uh, I think you're right. I mean, of course you've had like Miracle on 42nd street, uh, you know, which is also involves a parade. Uh, But uh, yeah, it is called the Christmas parade. (laughs) Now I got that right. Yep. 2014 ish. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been fun. Uh, So yeah. You know, that's the thing with reading is, uh, you know, some, you win some, you lose some and that's fine. And uh and hopefully if you have if you have read this book and you uh enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it whatever uh let us know in the comments we'd love to hear what you think um and uh you know you keep uh keep trying and keep uh hopefully the next the next book will be our favorite
1: Our fingers are crossed.
0: (laughs) And we love Jenny.
1: We love Jenny. Yes, (laughs) I really,
0: uh, yeah, she's, she is a good writer and, uh, she had some fun, you know, little moments with the characters and, uh, and you're right. Like Mary is a very positive character. It's a very positive book, uh, that I guess if you just sort of focus on like a town coming together, there are those, those positive aspects.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there we go. I'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It is... Good folks over at Up Faith and Family. Right now, you can stream not only seasons one through 13 of Heartland on Up Faith and Family, but also every episode of season 14. Season 14 is only available right now in the US on Up Faith and Family. So check out this great service, streaming service that you can get. Visit upfaithandfamily.com for lots of great programming and to sign up for a free two week trial. That's upfaithandfamily.com. Let's talk about other stuff we've been reading. So this, because I have been so busy, I only have two new books that I read this month. Okay. Uh, or that I that I not necessarily new books, but I only had two books that I read this month. Uh, aside from uh, Christmas Avenue, uh, so I thought it would be fun to talk about a couple of just my favorite books.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and uh, so we'll be doing that, but. Uh, the first book that I read is So This Is Christmas by Tracy Ann Dreen. Uh, this was uh, f- before the interview I did with her. Uh, and this is her first book. And she uh, she's a screenwriter for Hallmark. Uh, she actually has three movies coming out this season, which is, she's just amazing. She managed to write uh, her first novel and three screenplays. <laughs> and I actually think she even... Uh, did a rewrite on a fourth one it's just incredible and this was really fun this is a young adult uh novel uh it kind of is similar to along the lines of like dash and lily uh or the um uh the one with uh, by john green that
1: let us know themed.
0: yeah let us know uh, and uh, so it's kind of along those lines uh it's basically about a uh a girl who is going to boarding school uh, in uh, Connecticut, and it's all kind of been a a mess. It didn't turn out the way that she thought it would. She thought it was going to be like Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but no, I mean she thought it was going to be different and she was always like the top of her class and she goes to the sporting school and she's struggling with her grades and struggling with, so she's thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna not go back and uh, when she goes home for Christmas well one of her friends from our or schoolmates uh, ends up coming to her small town because she had told uh, told him that it, this was like the ultimate Christmas des- destination. It's actually called Christmas, Oklahoma in, in the, in the town. And, uh, and so he, he sees like the, the website, which she like attitude. And, and anyway, she, he gets kind of tricked and he goes there and it's like, Oh, this is not at all what I thought. And he's from the, the he's from the UK, this guy. And anyway, Uh, So they they she's kind of his like tour guide and obviously like a relationship kind of blossoms and but between the two of them and they were really cute. I really like Finley and Arthur. I really liked them both. They were fun. And then you have her grandma uh, that has a kind of a cute little relationship that I won't spoil. um, That's surprising. You also have. Um, uh, just other stuff with her uh, her best friend when she comes home is dating her ex-boyfriend and so that's kind of there's sort of conflict there and i i just i liked it i liked the characters i liked the the sort of the christmas feel the the layers of characters so it wasn't just you know your two i i liked that it wasn't like these angsty teens cause that's not my jam. Uh, and, uh, but they felt authentic. They felt like real characters to me. It definitely has like a little bit of language and like a little bit of, of, um, uh, content that you might not see in a pure Hallmark book, but I found that kind of refreshing to be honest. Um, so I definitely recommend it. I think if you like YA fiction, if you like, Uh, you know Christmas stories I think you'll enjoy it
1: yeah have you read have you got to read this one I'm 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 reading it now Mm. I think why some YA Christmas can just be so good I really liked John Green's book let it snow and then Netflix adapted the movie and I was like oh I like this way better than the book so (laughs) yeah Yeah, that sounds so good
0: Mhm. I need to give that movie another shot. I was I think I was a little bit just overwhelmed uh when I watched it and mm-hmm. it was a it, it was a little too teenage angsty for yes. my taste. Yes. But <laughs> I, I think I should give it another shot. Yeah. But uh but yeah. I, I I I haven't read that book, but I've actually heard that from a couple people that like they upgraded it. Mhm. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, you'll have to let us know, I guess
1: next month, uh, you'll have to let us know what uh,
0: what you think. Yeah. I, I
1: do not read YA as much as I used to. I, mm-hmm. It was like all I read probably like six or seven years ago and I just kind of grew out of it and I yeah. may read like one a year and it honestly is usually something holiday-ish. So mm-hmm. I think last year it was like 10 blind dates or something. I can't remember, but it was really cute. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I, I'm enjoying Tracy's. Yeah, I really liked it.
0: And I, yeah, my, probably my favorite, uh, favorite YA novel of recent memory is, and I think I maybe mentioned it on this show before, is Finding Audrey from Sophie Kinsella. I absolutely loved that book. I thought it was so funny. And it, <laughs> my favorite part about it was that, that, uh, the, the mother, like she, she reads the newspaper every day and she always finds these like upsetting, <laughs> upsetting stories. And then she like fixates on them in a way. And it just re- it reminded me of, m- of my mom, not with a newspaper, but she would always find these studies and be like, oh no, I read a study. <laughs> it was, you know, so like we gotta, we gotta change the way we're doing things because, oh, I read a study and we're like, oh no. <laughs> mom's been reading studies again and she uh, in the book she reads this uh, report about uh, about video games uh, and their effect on on, uh, teenagers and her son one of the characters is like trying to prepare to be in like a tournament like a video game tournament and (laughs) at one point the mom has like his laptop and is is holding it outside the window (laughs) it's <laughs> like no you're like it was hilarious and i so if you're looking for a really good ya and it also deals with, like with themes of mental illness and and a family and i loved that book but anyway so yeah there can be some good stuff in the ya i'm usually not as big into like the fantasy side yeah. of of things but i uh, i do enjoy a
1: you know, one on occasion.
0: But anyway, what have you, what have you been reading?
1: Well, I, my first one is Missing at Christmas by Katie Richards. This is a romantic suspense novel taking place during the holidays. This woman named Addie is an attorney in New York, I believe. And her sister has moved to this small town and she's, I hate to say gone missing, but she's missing. And, um, she, she travels to the small town, Um, this this gentleman that she met um, at the wedding from the characters from the previous book. This is a series. It can be read as a standalone though. Um, They run into each other as she's basically being attacked on the street. Like he sees her from a block away and swoops in and, uh, saves the day. That's like the only time he has to save her, though. Listeners, she can hold her own, but she just—you know—it's eerie small town setting. She's not really getting the assistance that she wants from the local sheriff. I mean, they're just like young girls come through and then they pack up and move all the time. But she just really believes like her sister would not just pack up and move and not tell her. So it's them trying to figure out where she is, what she's been caught up in. It's um. Set at Christmas. I mean, it's set during the holidays. Christmas isn't like a huge big deal. But um, just to shake things up, if if anybody wants sort of a mystery set during the holidays, I really recommend it. She's such a good mm. writer. Um, it's di- It's a diverse story. I really love seeing people of color in romantic suspense novels. I feel like you don't see too much of that. Um, and the previous book is called Pursuit of the Truth. And it was one of my favorite of the year. So um, definitely keep an eye out for Katie Richards. This one is called Missing at Christmas. And the next book is already released. It came out. Uh, Missing at Christmas came out in September. Christmas Data Breach came out in this month in October. So there are three books out there you can get your hands on and read. She's fantastic. So what's your that next one? That sounds fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So my next book that I
0: read is called Tacos for Two by Betsy St. This I also read for the interview I did with Betsy. And uh, this book, it took me a little bit to get into it, if I'm honest. But once I did, it was really fun. It's not just in a sort of homage to You Got Mail. They literally quote she quotes it on frequent she quotes the movie. Interesting. <laughs> through That's the interesting. yeah, through the um through the book. And uh, it's uh basically about this uh woman who is running this uh taco truck and uh this this food truck and uh, she can't really cook that well but uh, her she you know she's hired she has uh, uh, somebody who cooks the food uh, but there's this uh, guy from this like rich family who his dream is to be a chef but he is kind of like forced into being a lawyer because of his family uh, but he kind of gets a deal where he if he wins this, contest then uh they will support him in in becoming a chef and and owning his own uh truck and food truck and so he likes her food and well he thinks it's her food and so he hires her to be his like to teach her he hires her to teach him uh to cook and here she can't really cook so she's getting the instructions from uh the the cook on the on the truck and anyway so you've got kind of the they rivals but they and but they're also uh connecting on uh oh, it's like social media I think uh, it's been a little while since I read it but anyway they're connecting they don't really know it so there's that element uh as well and uh then of course when she finds out that he is her competitor in this uh this festival then she gets upset and I don't know. I thought it was it, it was it was cute. It was fun, and if you're like a foodie, then you enjoy it. And I really enjoyed talking to Betsy. She's super fun, super nice. Um, so if you are looking for a foodie type book and you want to break from Christmas stuff, then that's
1: yeah, be a fun I one. love the name of that tacos for t- yeah. It's cute. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But what's your next one?
1: Okay, I have three more, so I'm going to go through those really quick. So first up, I have The Christmas Fix-Up by Barbara Ankrum. I have like, oh my gosh, five or six arcs from Thule Publishing. So The Boyfriends of Christmas Past that we just watched this past weekend Mm -hmm. was a remake of one of their novels. They are killing it. So this one was a guardian angel um, romance, so it's like paranormal light um, set during Christmas. The guardian angel finds out she has to come to Earth to basically help this single dad, well, widowed father, widower, um, find a new wife because the the council is like his wife dying was a mistake. She was supposed to live like another forty three years. You have to go down there and fix it. And so she's been the guardian angel to his little girl, and she comes down, and you know they they meet. He doesn't know she's a guardian angel. Obviously, have to keep that a secret. And this is their romance. It's a forbidden romance. She's not supposed to you know, fall in love with him. He's not supposed to fall in love with her. Her mission is to find him someone else. But the person that she finds is, you know, herself. And it's them, you know, her trying to figure out how to get past all of these rules and the fact that she's an angel and all of that. And it was just unapologetically a happy book, you guys. So if you want something fun and Christmassy with a little bit of a paranormal-ish twist, um, that is The Christmas Fix-Up by Barbara Ankrum. Uh, and then I read another Thule um release, Jingle Jammies by Robin Neely. This was so much fun. It is about a gentleman that um I don't he's like a fashion designer, but he does Christmas pajamas. And his latest pair of pajamas literally catches up in flames. Um, on the internet, this social media influencer who is the daughter of the owner of the company he works for is like modeling them and they catch on fire. So it's one of those, um, she tells him, You need to go home and immerse yourself in Christmas and, you know, just get inspired again. And I love stories where somebody has to immerse themselves in Christmas, guys. I love a project. And so he's on his way home. He does not take the route that his mother tells him to for safety, as men do. And he finds himself on the side of the road. And this is the meet cute. The heroine in the book is literally like a tow truck driver. She helps her dad with, you know, town the helping doing car mechanic stuff. And this is their romance. It was so, (laughs) so much fun. And the last one is Trusting the Rancher with Christmas by Carrie Lynn Webb. Another Christmas romance, you guys loved this one the heroine is like literally driving from chicago to texas and the Meat cute is the hero sitting on a horse as his cows his cattle crosses the road and she's like held up. She's really hungry. She used to use the bathroom. It's like, please, can you get your cattle across the road any faster? And this is their romance. He's a single dad. I just, there's something about those single parent romances that I just really enjoy. And it was cute. So that's Trusting mm-hmm. the Rancher with Christmas by Carrie Lynn Webb. Oh, that, that is my really roundup, good. guys. Very good. You did it. I did it. So I what are your favorites? oh
0: i well those all sound really fun i think jingle jammies yeah that sounds
1: really good it was cute yeah yeah
0: i mean just the title alone
1: i love he was so offended he's like why do you keep calling them jammies and she's like that's what they are (laughs) like he was so offended that's cool
0: yeah those sound good i did i forgot to put on the spreadsheet one book that i did read it was at the beginning of the month and so I forgot but it's actually really fun um, it's called Bookish and the Beast by Ashley Poston and I really enjoy this whole series that Ashley has done uh, where they're all there's Geekerella and the Princess and the Fangirl and they're all fairy tales that are set in the world of this uh, Comic Con kind of thing um and uh, it's very, very, very clever. Geekerella is still the best. It was really fun. and uh and this book, Bookish and the Beast, well, all of these books our good friend Anne would love, and so she should read because Anne loves stories of like normal people falling in love with movie stars mm-hmm. and so she would not really like this whole series because it's like people meeting kind of famous people in, in Comic Con, and then I don't know. In this one, in *Bookish and the Beast*, basically she's she's kind of this somewhat uh, mousy girl. She's kind of uh, she's she's kind of stuck because she uh, had to pay for her mother's uh, like hospital bills, and she's still kind of dealing with. Uh, the grief of losing her mom, and anyway, and she ends up meeting this guy named Vance Rains, uh, who is this <laughs> this movie star. There's all those paparazzi and everything like that, and she ends up having to work for him because she destroys, uh, accidentally destroys a uh, a rare book, and uh, and so then they're kind of in close proximity. Uh, they don't get along at first, you know, that whole kind of thing. And it, it's, it's cute. It's fun. Like I said, this whole series, I think uh, are, are well done. The um, once upon a con is the name of the series.
1: <laughs> that is so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. They're
0: fun. Uh, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about just some of my favorite books and I'll just go real quick. Uh, but uh, I love The Book Thief by Marcus Zessick. That is, uh, if people ask me what's my favorite, certainly modern novel, that is my favorite. I, I I can't think of any other book where I have been more just blown away by every single character. I felt an attachment to every character. Like even a character we only see for, you know, one scene. I still loved that character. I think it... It's just such a rich book in that sense and it's so creative. Uh, it's about this girl in um, Germany in World War II and uh, there's this she's sent to live with this, these people um, to protect her and uh, she uh, the, the story is told by death, death is the narrator of the story so there's definitely a, like a little bit of magical realism and it then it's also sort of told through the books that she gets uh, some of them she steals uh, along the way and I I loved the characters all the characters Liesl, uh is the main character and, and then she has a, a really good friend named Rudy and oh you grow to just love Rudy so much and <laughs> i i've read this book many times i just absolutely love it i think it is perfect uh so if you haven't it does have some darkness to it it's obviously written during it's obviously you know world war ii so it has some really sad things um but i just think it has such humanity it's uh, and i'm just sobbing every time i read it uh but in my opinion, in a good way because I'm so attached to the characters and I love the characters so much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's so good. Another one I'll talk about, which everybody loves this book, but it is one of my favorites is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, and I think that uh, this this is just such a wonderful book as far as the characters. Atticus is probably the most noble character that has ever been written uh you just love him so much and he's such an honorable good man uh who is fighting a fight no he's going to lose and yet he fights it anyway and i think that's what makes his character so uh you know so perfect so wonderful like not perfect in a in a he's a perfect person perfect in the sense of just such a well-written character that uh we all are just rooting for and uh, we, you know, when you fight the fight that, you know, you're going to lose, that it's just such an, 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 honorable, a man, an honorable person. And, uh, and it, and it can be quite charming too uh, in the, in the uh, with the adventures of scout and, uh, and you have this sort of child's uh, view into the story that I think makes it uh, more kind of, palatable approachable um but i mean i don't need to sell people on to kill a mockingbird everybody loves to kill a mockingbird but i it's one of my favorites i i think it is a perfect novel it's mm-hmm. it is so well written and uh you can understand why she didn't really ever write anything else because like what else are, how are you going to top to kill mockingbird? yeah <laughs> right right you now those are two of my favorites uh, of. Um, uh, those are two of my favorite books that I've ever read. So I thought I'd share that with the audience today. Yeah. Have you read the, the, those books? I haven't. Oh, you
1: never read *To Kill Mockingbird*, huh? I have Did you not have read, read in it. School? No, I tell people all the time. Like, I don't know. But I I went to school in Memphis, and I'm not trying to shade the Memphis City School <laughs> System, but at the time, I mean, I we read whatever that book was. That it's like all about. Greek mythology. We read that in like ninth grade, and the next thing I remember reading was senior year, which I had moved to Mississippi at that point, and we read Beowulf. So between mm. ninth and twelfth grade, I who knows? I, we didn't read anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, you should definitely read *To Kill Mockingbird*, and maybe we'll have to talk about that one of these days. But yeah. I, you know, I, it, it's so good and. Basically, Atticus uh, in is the 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 novel is narrated by Scout, uh, who's a little girl, and uh, she kind of getting into trouble. And her father is a lawyer, mm-hmm. and uh, he takes a case of a a black man who uh, is accused of raping a, a woman, and he knows basically that the jury is going to. Uh, is going to find him this find his client guilty because of you know because of the era in that they're in, and but he takes the case anyway because he believes that the he believes that the evidence is not there, and he you know he believes in fighting for you know what is right, and um the whole idea of like don't kill a mockingbird is, uh you know that uh. Is kind of is is about sta- standing up for something when you know it's a lost cause, and uh, and so it's just such a beautifully written novel, and uh, it's I don't know it's definitely one of the best books ever written. So I highly I highly recommend it. Uh, the movie is excellent as well with Gregory Peck. Um, I mean, he's basically a. a everything you could want in an Atticus. <laughs> and uh um so uh, I highly recommend it. And the book thief, I, I mean some people with death as the narrator will be it'll be a little too dark for them, uh but I just I loved it. And and there's times when there's like a book within a book and Lisa will be uh, reading uh, a book that is written by uh, one of the other characters that's hiding that's being hidden uh, and uh, and so you have that kind of element and there's like I don't know, it's just so so creative, so different uh, but so much humanity and I just love the characters so much and the movie is there's a movie of it, but I th- really think it's like an unfilmable novel. Because, like I said, it goes books within books, and it's got death as the narrator. I just, it, but they did it the best they could. It was okay. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so I highly recommend both those.
1: So, um, if you if you if you ever get a chance,
0: yeah, to read them. Uh, so there we go. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Happy, Happy October, it. everybody. Yeah. Let <laughs> us know what you think of these different books. And if you've gotten to read Christmas on Christmas Avenue, what you thought, and uh, we are going to be reading for next month, the, another homework book. It's the mistletoe and Juno, Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah. I think mistletoe and Juno um, by yeah. Dahlia Rose. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun.
0: And uh, so uh, let us know what you've been reading and uh, we would love to
1: hear in the comment section and Bree, how can we will find you? You can find me on Instagram at Falling for Romance. And I'm also on Twitter now, but I don't know my Twitter. at Bree Hill XO, I think. That sounds right. <laughs> Just check out the Hallmarkies podcast Twitter and you'll probably see that I've retweeted something or something. I've commented on yeah. something. <laughs> Bree Hill XO. Got it. That's me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have all that in the and Check out your podcast.
1: Yes. I also do a podcast. I'm half of the Categorically Romance podcast where we talk about category romance. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all got to check it out. It's
0: really good. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. I would really appreciate it. And also on Goodreads. We're both on Goodreads. So check that out. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group and merch store, uh, and uh, so all those links will be in the description. And thanks so much, Bree. It's always so much fun to get to talk about uh, talk about books with you. I look forward yes. to it every month, and uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.